Hi, I'm Adrian from the podcast, I'm Also, where we talk to people with multiple careers, pursuits, and interests. My guest for this episode is Dave Bishop. Dave is a singer-songwriter where he is known as Davey Beige. He is also an educator and nearing the completion of his doctorate. Woohoo! His biggest... <laughs> His biggest challenge recently, though, has been cancer. Yeah. Which has uh, just gone into remission. Hi, hello, Dave. Hi there. Yeah, no, complete um, complete remission. That's great. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, uh, uh, amazing relief, really. Um, I, was, I, I know always people talk about it. I'm not even, never sure how to sort of phrase the question, how it went or the, what was your journey or... Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, it was sort of like, you know, this sort of, I've written a song about it actually. Um, I might not, I don't think I'll play that one today, but I wrote this song halfway through it called Cosmic Train Blues. And it's sort of like this train just pulls up at the station and next minute you're on it and you didn't, you didn't want to catch it. You you didn't want to go to that platform even anywhere near it. And it's sort of your worst nightmare. And then before you know it, you're traveling through sort of totally unknown territory and a lot of times, you know, I would tell people, they'd say, what's it like? And I'd say, it just takes you there. You go right there to the <laughs> to the depths of what it's like to be a human. How did you find out actually you had it? Um, well, I've had autoimmune complications over the last few years with my thyroid and um, celiacs as well, um, gluten and uh, yeah, allergic to gluten. And I came down with the flu last year and after it noticed a lump came up on my neck in my thyroid. I didn't know at that time. I just thought it was a lump. So I went to the, hosp- the, the my GP and things led from there. And um, it took about a month or so to get through to the diagnosis that, yeah, it was a tumour and it was uh, lymphoma. Mm, so I had lymphoma. It's quite rare. It's quite rare as well, wasn't it? Your... The, the the way I got it, yeah, it's a one in a million chance that you get it through your thyroid, um, uh, rather than um, through other other uh, that it came in through complications in my thyroid. Yeah, so um, getting getting the news, you know, now I can just sort of forget about all that stuff. But at the time, you know, it was like about a year ago. Um, actually, I must say, right now, I have amazing support right throughout. Uh, medical and at work and friends and family and, and everything um, it was just swift swift action to um, to have a positive outcome um, I was grade one so uh, you know well, it wasn't there's was a time there where you go to have scans and things you don't know how far 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 you are, are on with it and and that's that's a very scary space to be in um, but yeah, glad to be here talking about it now. It was just two operations, uh, chemotherapy and radiation. Yeah, I guess we can move on to a more something more upbeat. Um, being locked up at home with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We'll say we're going to say that it's April two, twenty twenty. What are we in second? Our second is it second week of lockdown? Yeah, it's about the second week. The ironic thing is that. I was just really holding off at any plans until I knew what my cancer diagnosis was because I didn't want to overcommit and, and have more stress than I needed. And I got the word that I was cancer free on the first day of lockdown. So <laughs> struggling to find alcohol. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's been going well for us, for for me. Um 
you know, I, I was sort of in virtual isolation anyway. Uh, and I have to be very careful now with the cancer diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing to pass the time well, at home? Well, aside from working from home and, and trying yes. to get my head around being professional while still sitting in, you know, pyjamas in front of a computer, <laughs> um, I'm actually really recording quite a lot. Um, it's, it's about the one thing I can do here, uh, aside from getting out for walks. I've got my two sons, so I've got to keep them active. My wife's working from home as well. Um, so, yeah, we're having a great time. Are you working towards another album, or is it just sort of... I, I'm not, to be honest, I'm just having fun. I'm just, um, because I've got yeah. my doctorate in the wings as well to finish, I've really, um, I'd love to put more music out, but uh, my main goal is just to have fun with it. Um, and I've been playing, I've been writing, I've got probably 20, 25 songs backed up, but I'm just going to complete my doctorate. Um, but there's a song I play today that I've just written... I wrote it in the week of finding out about cancer, uh, whether I was going to be cancer-free or not. And I wrote it in the start of the week when I was still really anxious, not knowing. But I wrote it in a positive vein, hoping that it was going to come true. Um, but yeah, long story short, no, not, not any releases just at the moment. Yeah, but um, what's, I guess, what's your master's? What That's music related. What's the title for that? Yeah, so I've got my master's. I did my master's. I mean, sorry, I mean, you've got your doctorate just about to be completed. What's the title of that? But the title of that is, um, wait for it, How Does Linguistic and Literary Prosody uh, Inform My Songwriting Practice? Whew. Do you want me to unpack that a bit? Let's unpack it. We'll just, uh, what's prosody? We'll start with that. What's prosody? Yeah, prosody really is about... Um, with a few things, but it's about setting words to music and um, trying to uh, put across emotion through maybe not exactly just semantic words, you know, uh, what the actual meaning of a word is, but through the delivery. So prosody me is linguistic in the sense of I can speak really fast now and I can talk like this and that was that to say that maybe I'm um, anxious or what have you, or, you know, um, so you've got linguistic aspects of speech and also linguistic aspects in singing, um, vocalisation, and then um, you've also got the rhythm of the words. So, uh, you know, multi-syllable words, you can accent different syllables in different ways, and that is a way of conveying meaning um, in, in a very different way from just, you know, saying the word, a, a, a word with its normal meaning, say, you know, there's a dog. You know, there's a dog. You know, if you say D-A-W-G, well, that's a kind of different interpretation of how you might be saying dog. Uh, if, if that explains it mm. in a nutshell. I and what's, 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 you've got a sort of one thing, one or two things you've really got out of the experience of doing your doctorate? Uh, first up, just giving a big tick to uh, further study in, in music because it's my passion and songwriting something I've always uh, done since I picked first picked up a guitar back when I was about 15, and it's just given me the big tick to just keep keep working in it in a different way. Um, and, yeah, uh, prosody has been something that I've been curious about, so it's just allowing me to uh, explore that curiosity. And, yeah, it's about six or seven years now, so it's been a, it's been a long... And, you know, I talked about trains before with cancer. This has been a long train coming, um, and I think I'm about 40 hours off completing it. 
Uh, hopefully, if my supervisors are listening, they might say something different. Yeah. But it's through Australia as well, isn't it? Your um. Yes, it's through Australia, through Griffiths University in Brisbane, the Queensland Conservatorium of Music. I guess um, I was going to say that difficult doing remotely, but everyone's doing that now, aren't they? Everyone's doing. I've, I've had a yeah. I've um, I've been remote. I'm a remote student for six, seven years, and it's actually worked brilliantly yeah. for me. Is that just regular contact with your tutors? Is it online and regular contact? They're very sympathetic. Um, they really know their stuff. They're um, uh, hopefully listening to this because they might be marking me now. Um, the they they are musicians themselves and work in education, so we've got a lot in common. It's never felt like it's been um, a, a sort of a mechanical type of um, you know his student A and supervisor B will work with student A. It's been very personable. Mm, that's really good. Um, any sort of thoughts on the music industry now with, with the changes? Oh, the changes. Sorry, I was going to say if we'd done this a month ago, we'd be having a very different conversation. That's right. Um, uh, every industry is really coming to terms with how this is going to work. Uh, the, the music industry has been so buoyant. Um, I've never seen it so buoyant a month ago because of live gigs um, and, and the live performance because everything had changed you know, dramatically with um, MP3s and downloads and digital music um, quite a few years ago. So we've still got streaming, we've still got those sorts of things. Um, at the bottom line, music industry is all about uh, musicians and music connecting with people and fans. That's really what it's always been about, no matter what other changes have come in throughout the throughout the decades. Uh, and I think there will be ways, there already has been ways that musicians are connecting with fans remotely now, you know, online uh, and, the, and those sorts of things. But hopefully we can weather the COVID uh, storm and I think if we do that well, you'll find that live music will even take off even, even you know, uh, in other ways afterwards because we'll all be so thankful that we can get together in groups again. Yeah, yeah, and probably appreciate that experience even more. Mm. Yeah, actually, I watched Jack Johnson. He did a live show. It was a couple of days ago. I watched that. It just popped up on my YouTube feed. And yeah. I watched that. It was great. Yeah, um, there's all those sorts of things. It's, it's just going to, again, for musicians, it's the cut through. Um, and and that's going to be that's going to be kind of difficult. But uh, in the other way, um, people are online more, um, looking probably for entertainment and, and what have you. So, yeah, an artist these days just has to um, yeah, try to think about how to connect, how do they want to uh, project themselves. Um, you know, I... A lot of musicians probably are also like just me, probably just recording at home. You know, home recording enthusiasts are—we're all going great. This is fantastic. <laughs> um, I just saw a student that I that was had been on the course at Toy Hua Mai a few years ago put a five-song EP out, and I thought, good on you. It's only been a week, and you've managed to do that, so that's good. Yeah, that's great. Did you um? Any sort of musical influences you and I sort of mentioned that have been key to your development? Oh, lots and lots and lots. Um, any 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 music with soul or with um, heart or with something coming from a, you know, um, uh, authentic kind of place. And then sometimes actually music that isn't, you know. I mean, um, I don't know. It's um, my biggest influences. I've always had Jimi Hendrix has been a massive influence. 
um, just because he was just an all-round musician, but just an amazing live performer. And, you know, I never saw him live. Well, not that old, but um, no, no. Um, just his power, the power in his music, um, I really love. Um, and blues has always been big for me. So one of the influences on Jimi Hendrix was a guy called Albert King. I love Albert King's playing. Um, listen to him all day. He he was an artist that um, recorded a lot in Memphis with a label called Stax. And the Stax label was known for having this fantastic horn section as well. So he, he kind of had an R&B take on blues. Um, but then if I come back into New Zealand, I could talk all day about the stuff, but New Zealand, one of my biggest influences was a Dunedin band called The Kling. Um, and the best thing I loved about them was that they've always just been Kiwi and um, they've always been them and they've done it their own way. Yeah, it's great. Um, I'll just do plug a product now. We're a plug, we plug a product. So you've still got, um, people can find out about you at daveybage.co.nz, can't they? Yeah, I've got my website, um, and then you can. I'm on all the streaming services, my albums, and um, you know, Spotify. Uh, Bandcamp's always a good one, it's always good to support Bandcamp, that's another platform for musicians. Um, yeah, for example, your 2017 album, Beginner's Mind. Yes, that's there, and uh, um, that's part of what I recorded and, and worked on with the doctorate. So with my DMA, it was about um, having a band and songwriting and then um, reflecting on my take on Prosody and the process and their, ta- and the, their take being the musicians, the great band that I mm. had together for that. Yeah, you had a great band, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Alan Brown on keys, who uh, oh, has played with many uh, people, but maybe most notably Nathan Haynes. Um, Earl Robertson, my old mate on drums, he's playing currently, I think, with Reb Fountain. Um, and then um, Harry Lyon um, from Hello Sailor and um, Coup d'Etat and, and other uh, Kiwi bands. Then you've got Tony Wayne. Um, you know, he's a bass player. You always sort of start to go, who's the bass No. <laughs> Tony Wayne. Tony Wayne from the Narcs. Lovely guy. Uh, I haven't missed anyone out, have I? No. Oh, Gene McAllister, yeah, um, who actually, fun fact, um, played for years in a band in New York called the Drongos on the street, was a, was a street performer. Oh, yeah. And was famously um, photographed and uh, recorded with David Longy when he went to New York around the time of the, um, you know, the, 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 the talks that he did at Oxford. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Gene McAllister on backing vocals, yeah. Uh, I guess it's, it's song time maybe, Dave. Do you want to play a song? Oh, cool. Good. Love to. Yeah. Um, do I tell you a bit about it? Sure. I thought, I thought um, I'll tell, play this one that I just wrote last week around uh, being so anxious about whether I was going to be cancer-free or not. And so I um, started writing it and I was going, is this going to jinx things? <laughs> happy song it's called sunny side if i write a happy song and i thought no i've just got to go with it i've got to go with my muse my inspiration so this song's called sunny side and it's all about yeah i think the lyrics would be pretty self-explanatory
woke up this morning, sunshine in my eyes. Black dog had gone, I was so surprised. Counted my blessings, one, two, three, four, five. Standing in the sun, I was glad to be alive. I'm heading for the other side. With my arms open wide, the sunny side. Locked up the house to make the most of the day. All the shadows stepped back, they had nothing to say. Crossed a busy street with a half full coffee cup. Traffic lights were flashing and the pedestrian sign was up. I'm heading for the other side. With my arms open wide, the sunny side. They said, Davey, don't think twice But when I was down and feeling low There weren't many places for me to go Heads or tails, life can flip and flop. A circle turns from the bottom to the top. I'm just happy to be sitting here in the sun. And oh, how I love to watch that black dog run. I'm heading for the other side. With my arms open wide, the sunny side. Oh, the sunny side. The sunny side. That's great, Dave. Very catchy. I put down the world exclusive. Yeah, but as I was as I was writing it, I was going, oh, geez, this is going to be very different if it, uh, doesn't the news doesn't come out the way I was hoping. Yeah. Oh, well, that's pretty good. Anything else you want to talk about? Ah, oh, just think. Um, just do a shout out to everyone. Say, hope hopefully that uh, lockdown is is going as best as it can in these uh, different times for us all. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we'll get a. Look at each other not on a screen soon. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> okay, have a good day. Thanks for your time. Have a good, great day. No problem. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much, Adrian. Thank you.